0: And it's Katie and this is Classically Black Podcast.
1: Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession.
0: With trap beats playing in the background. I wanna bring back like a little summer thing. I wanna bring back like how I used to change it up because I wanna bring that back. I just need more space in my brain. Like that's what I need. And I feel like summertime gonna come with it. Allegedly. Y'all. Yeah, because I, I don't
1: know. I mean I'm curious what the summer finna to be like. Because I'm like, is it going to feel like the summer? Is it going to feel like we we at classic Black Home Free? I mean, you're going to be doing stuff.
0: For the first part, I need to figure out. I, I dropped the ball on this recorder that I, this tape that I wanted to do, but it, it worked out. I mean, I'm waiting to hear back from them low-key because I'm stubborn. Because um, they needed violas, and then I went back to the thing and said they don't need violas. But, like, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I always went to the day a recording is due to do the tape I always do it don't I don't want to hear it I always <laughs> I don't want to hear it Katie why don't you want to hear it because the way Jen rolls her I listen I'm just saying like I need more time the more time I have and she's like Katie I don't understand why you can't record before and I'm like because I'll settle and then I'll just take that
1: no I understand it's not recording on the day of that is making me make this face. It's only recording on the day of <laughs> that is what it, like, because I understand you want to push it. You think, you know, I mean, I, I do think at a certain extent, like, or to a certain extent, like, I mean, it might some, you might get something better. You know, you might finally get something on the day before and then now you recording it. But for me, like recording is so stressful, mm-hmm. and I know that after a, a certain amount of takes, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. After a certain, like after you're recording for a certain amount of time, it's gonna. be So I usually take, I usually do three, I used to do three, like maybe like within like within the same week mm-hmm. or a week and a half, mm-hmm. and just an hour each. And I don't remember which, one, like there was really no discernible, like oh my best day is the first one or the last one, but like mm-hmm. just in case, I would just get I would just get three sessions, three like hour where I could get a couple of recordings each and then pick the best one.
0: Mm-hmm. I but used it, to live by the first take is the best take. And so I got better at my instrument, and I realized that that's not true. <laughs> um, I just got more focused. Like more focus has. That's why, like my last audition, I was so pissed off because I wasn't focused. I wasn't playing. My best actors, my road dogs, betrayed me. So, um, <laughs> like, why was Beethoven five out of soon? No, please answer me quickly. Why was Mendelssohn rushing? Answer me quickly. Django um, be like, it's always rushing. Hold on, relax. <laughs> No, but I had it in the pocket. I've, I've learned so much about excerpts, like how literally no excerpt is safe. It could be Mary Had a Little Lamb. You got to practice it, like, thoroughly. Um, anyway, I've, I've grown to realize that the first take is not the best take. So I rather – and my problem is I don't learn my lesson, right? So normally there was a What's tape I had to in February. <laughs> there was a tape I had to do in February, and – I I almost took the L on the Because on, you have to pay for this application And I was like I almost took the L on. And I was like yeah I can't, I couldn't get anything on the day of And I was like well Not applying And then I went back And he was like Why don't you just try again And I'm like you see I was going to go to bed content You see I was going to go to bed content I was going to leave it alone I was going to leave it to the Lord I got I went back and I got another I got a take I didn't get the thing Unfortunately But Because the take wasn't good enough to get it And I knew that submitting it But it was better than the monstrosity That was earlier that day but I don't know. I just also I have and to practice running it like with excerpts and stuff. I have to practice taking the audition before I turn the tape on, and that takes more time. So I just be like, let's do the last day. And that's, that's what I mean though. Like having a what if you have an off day and it's
1: that day. Like it, you could have just recorded. You could have recorded three days in a row. You could or or even just two days in a row. The day before and day of. This
0: next thing I got. I'm gonna record next week and I'm gonna record in two weeks. But that's I because remember, I'm being forced.
1: I remember being with you in the computer lab when <laughs> you was having technical <laughs> difficulties right at the end because Katie wants to upload her <laughs> thing. <laughs> Listen, I I there's certain things I am like by and large also a last minute girl. There's certain things that I am not a last minute girl at. Applications is one of them, mm. but especially when it comes to uploading stuff. I mean, but I'm not
0: a super super early person either. I'll do it on the day that it's due, just not. Yeah, my <laughs> problem have to is upload something. Yeah, my problem is there's a deadline for a reason. That's my mantra. They, if they wanted it a day earlier, they would put this deadline. They wanted it today, that's why I say today. I mean, yeah, today, but <laughs> <laughs> at 11:59, they if they wanted it at noon, they would have said that. I, I will admit it doesn't. It does not feel good. I remember one time I was applying to school in California. Girl was twelve oh on one. I said, "Oh my god, I'm over there. I'm in Rochester. I'm sweating. I'm like, dang, what I'm gonna do?" Then I was like, "Girl, chill. It's nine. It's it's t- nine o'clock over there." And I was like, "Okay, period. See, I don't learn. <laughs> Luck runs out, Katie. <laughs> it does, cool. and it has. Lu- it has run out. When I was making my um tape in." I was in my hotel in Portland. I had an hour. I couldn't get anything. Couldn't get through. it. I had to. I had to take my L. Luck well, through run out. Then it filled back it up. Fill me up, God. Oh, don't bring him into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I don't know. I just always feel like I don't have enough time. Like one more day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like
1: i don't know i feel like on the I, I had a teacher who was like um when stuff was due at 1159 he was like yeah it's due at 1159 but i wake up at seven mm-hmm. so you know oh uh, and i feel that i get stuff like that but i feel like i'm the type when i'm on the other side of things like when i've had to like read like applications or something like that i'm very much like if the rules are not followed i'm not even gonna look at you, <laughs> what, you put, Dang. what you put in yeah i'm not if it's at this time and you, ch- of course if it's like a couple minutes like no but like like i remember that, that people got into a whole thing on twitter about cover letters and while i do not like writing cover letters I and words. i do think that there are a vast there are a lot of jobs that do not require them and people just be wanting you to do work for no reason it was like it was that job at that new howard Howard University like journalism whatever that Nicole Hannah Jones is doing Mm. and they were trying to find somebody to run that and it was like a very specific job and Mm. she was like yeah we're gonna need a cover letter because this is like about like you know it was a very specific job description um about this new journalism center at HBCU focusing on black people like it was just whatever so we want somebody not who's not just any old body Mm -hmm. and people was arguing down in the comments about cover letters about how when it says they uh when it says do them they don't anyway and they get the job i'm like see i would have ran out because if i get something and it said if, if you didn't read the direction oh <laughs> but you know i read everything so that's why i'm that's why i'm like that's that. the thing
0: one thing one of the worst things i picked up taking out of ap classes and being the only black person or one of you is like i found out like I always felt like I didn't read fast enough because it's like, I wasn't a reader when I was was younger. I'm a reader now. I'm reader adjacent now. Um, and so one of the habits I picked up that I've noticed in recent years, particularly work, since working with you, I skim almost everything. It's like a- you <laughs> like working a, with me. <laughs> because you are very like the big blue whale. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> the whale swam. Like, I don't know, girl you would be like the sentence be like the big blue whale swim i'm like girl the, the blue worm swim you saw that like that's i i <laughs> not the blue worm <laughs> <laughs> i developed that because i remember like being in ap english and i'm like reading my little thing trying it's dense writing looking up everybody finished i said like, hold on how y'all finish so quick so i started skimming like um i started skimming stuff so and i haven't dropped that habit some sometimes like if it's like dense stuff like when i was in at eastman like dense writing i would i would take my time through that especially because like the professors was they was really finna be like in the in the, on the third paragraph they, they was really finna ask you okay. um but I, outside of that i skim i skim, it's such a bad habit so i don't really be knowing i i'll be going back that's why i had i be like oh yeah girl they they wanted the second page of mendels and not the first like I, that happens <laughs> That be happening to me cause be like, yep, Mendelson. yep, Brahms, yep, 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 yep. Okay. Like, it's a mess. It's a mess. I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not thorough. I'm thorough with some things, but not most things. I'm not a thorough person. I'm more of like a, let's go. Let's get, let's get through it. We got to meet in the middle
1: because I'm a very slow reader. And it's, it's annoying when like your brain is like, well, what if you need that? What if you need? Like, so I feel mm. like I need to, I read spam emails. Why? Why? Like, <laughs> like, not like spam stuff that goes to my junk folder, but like promotion emails and mm. stuff. Why? I'm never going to use, I've gotten a little bit better about thinking like Delaney, are you ever going to need any of the information here? Is this going to change your life in any sort of way, shape or form to read this fundraising email from the university of Rochester? that you're never going to (laughs) donate any money to. Like, (laughs) but I'm like, but what if it's like, no, (laughs) like, no.
0: And I remember the the university of Memphis, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, it is like one of the, like, the most disorganized schools I've ever attended. Not, not the school of music. The university as a whole, mm. everything. And I, I, the amount of times I've been gaslighted about that. Oh well, you know you got to do it early. And I'm like, no, I've been. This is my third school, babe. Like, yeah. Especially like, and like, oh well, Eastman Smile. I'm like, ah 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 ah. Okay. I went to ISU. It's a bigger school than this one. Okay. Y'all are disorganized The bureaucracy is terrible Everything takes 74 steps Everything is stupid Everything is dumb I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, Everything is dumb Everything And I remember like Being on the phone with Nikki Cause was trying to order I forgot I was trying to do something That they needed like immuniza- Immunization records I don't live there Why do you need to know If I had chickenpox When I was seven You know so, Fine That was the most ridiculous process ever And I was like I'm gonna throw my computer Into the Mississippi River I'm going to do it and then I, I was Getting so frustrated I'm like I was on the phone With Nikki I was like you know what arson is the only way and she's like Alright so I'm gonna go because I'm not trying to be no Witness and I was like you know what, Katie why don't you just go ahead and read it And then I read it and then it Was it came <laughs> Because I like stuff to be intuitive I should not Have to jump through 80 hoops Jump is the reading jumping through <laughs> Yeah okay but in my defense In my defense Was that the Lightning it's all what—that's the thing with Memphis. Why is this always inclement? Why, why are we always going through something? Sorry, I <laughs> thought, I thought paparazzi was outside my window. Okay, um, I makes a beacon. Okay, <laughs> it's it's the we can cut the middle. I was skimming it, but also it's it's a very stupid process. <laughs> I could show you the webpage. You see what I'm saying? Oh no! See, Every do week with Memphis is some tornadoes, ice storms. Like, what's next? I beg. Anyway, um, yeah. Speaking of outside, I have a rehearsal to go to.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, news this week: the Pittsburgh Opera and the National uh, Negro Opera House, um, has just announced a partnership. Um, the new partnership is going to include developing curricula and programming and music education, artistic development, and community engagement. Um, they're going by the National Opera House, but it's the historically the National Negro Opera House. The National Opera House um, executive director said that this coming uh, together of their two organizations is monumental. Um, Mary Cardwell Dawson wanted the stage for all of us, and because that couldn't happen in her time, who was the founder of the National Negro Opera Company. Um, the company was created. Um, the time for reconciliation is never too late and when it happens, it bridges a gap that once existed. Meanwhile the uh Pittsburgh Pittsburgh, hear me (coughs) Pittsburgh um opera general uh director Christopher Hahn said, Quote, I'm thrilled. Um we've been able to establish this meaningful partnership. We're excited to develop purposeful initiatives to Connect with and support the Homewood neighborhood and Pittsburgh in general. The historical importance of the National Negro Opera Company House is something to be cherished here in Pittsburgh and throughout the nation. Um, we look forward to achieving our shared goal of bringing the beauty and magic of opera to the entire community together. So, period. Excited to see they're on a roll. I'm gonna say they just got all they they millions and right. I
0: know that's right. And
1: they have a um. Also, if you don't. I'll, I don't have to remember to link their Instagram, they have um an Instagram where they're kind of like documenting. Um, they just posted a little reel, okay, real, um, of some of the stuff they're up to of um the state of the construction and all that. And I mean, dang, that place was kind of towed up. I mean, we know, <laughs> say it like that, but it was. I mean, it's very old, mm-hmm. and it also, we, I talked about how like it got like. They like looted it or whatever a while ago, so it was very it takes it needs a lot of work. But um, it's getting a lot of work because it just got several million
0: dollars. I wonder um, how much like how, how much they can, how much was it? Do you remember? Like how much can you or, do with that? You know what I'm saying? Or is it several million dollars? I remember like my school, I they got um a grant for like to build like a new our center for the performing arts is new, but like the, like the music classrooms and the theater and all the other, like the little theaters and stuff like that is very old. And when I was a senior, so that was 2015, they got a grant that was like a hundred something million to do the new, the new part, like to build, like, because like the classrooms and stuff like that, it looked like how like the old part of Eastman looked like, it looked like old school, you know what I'm saying? That's how it looked. And so they're gonna redo all that stuff. And they were like, Yeah, that's not really enough, babe. So it's like, how much did they you know what I'm saying? hundred
1: million dollars?
0: Yeah, they gotta they gotta you gotta remember you gotta hire people, you gotta you gotta hire how much
1: how much how big was it?
0: It's like it's college fine arts. I don't know, it's hard to describe it without you knowing what it looked like, but it's like, you know, acting, dance and art and stuff like that so we have there's a, there's a there's a center for the CPA the center for performing arts is a orchestra hall and then a a theater like with a pit and stuff like that and then next to that is like the music classrooms and music office the recital hall then there's like a little there's like a little theater for like you know like plays and stuff like instead of like the theater theaters like for opera and stuff like that you got the mm-hmm. plays and stuff and then you have all the ceramics the drawing the painting all that stuff and then those professors in their classrooms and then um they, the dance studio stuff like that all that stuff is all in one complex so they going they want to they want to level that and then build a new one but i don't know i don't remember i was talking to the to the to the president i don't know not the president it was called the dean i don't know if they're gonna level it or they're gonna build on but yeah and they wanted to connect it to the cpa they want to do all this stuff so it was like yeah it's like short and even oh. when you go on the cpa like it's very nice but you could tell where they kind of like ran out of some money you could tell what it, like yeah you could tell where they ran out of money because it's like certain stuff
1: yeah yeah
0: well they might not be able to do
1: what they want to do but uh y'all can y'all can make that shake
0: for some I'm saying you, you got to make hire people who can make a shake oh, I yeah. listen, I got the family friend, what's his name? Um okay. Tony. Listen, Tony, he not the best at like the tile, but he can lay some tile. Oh, so
1: he's not the best at
0: the tile, but that's we going to No, 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 to. he's not no, sorry. That was confusing. Like cuz the porch that he built for my grandma, my like, grandma, you don't see that all this stuff. I step- you said the porch. I was like <laughs> <laughs> The porch that he built for my grandma, like all the steps are different sizes. I'm like, You don't see all the steps are different sizes? And she's like, Katie, no, you I'm like I'm on unique architecture. Person. But he could lay some tile and he could fix some pipes. That's what I'm saying. You gotta use your community. I could ask Tony, this other Jamaican dude. Go ahead. Mr. Carpenter. I'm telling you. You gotta tell you what to do. You ain't gotta go to no freaking Home Depot to find people. I got you gotta use your community. Pay Tony a thousand dollars to lay the tile down in that in that um in that hall the whole hall. tile in the hall you gotta do what you gotta do which which, which, which you you got you got seven million dollars right. like what you want gold also you, i lied it's not seven million dollars <laughs> but <laughs> low-key i sound like a little no, bit not, not, a, not a lot of money Loki.
1: i mean it's not that big of a house it does need a lot, a lot of work and i'm sure they're gonna cons- secure more money as it keeps going they're also taking donations and stuff mm. this is just grant money they got the first one was five hundred thousand. I don't know how much they had before that and then they got another eight hundred thousand mm. after that. And like I said, I don't know where they were at before the five before the five hundred thousand. They're taking I'm individual you, donations funny. and I'm sure they're doing um I'm sure they're doing what's the name? Um multiple grants now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well anyway, today as in Monday, the day that you're hopefully listening to this um, it's also the Day of Solidarity for the Black Orchestral Network. Hey, guys. Period. Um, so the Black Orchestral Network is a new organization, and um, y'all probably seen them around on social media and i'll link all their stuff in their website so you can learn more about them but they're calling for a day of solidarity um as an opportunity for allies champions and supporters within the classical uh, music industry um and beyond to amplify their call to action um of uh dear american orchestras which is um, an open letter that they wrote that um You can also sign. I'll also link that in the description so you can read it and sign it. Um, Supporters are being asked to amplify the campaign by posting a single graphic, which is going to be provided um, by the organization to their Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter timelines um so if you catch this episode um in time to do that i will um like i said i'll link it and they have a social media toolkit where you can download those uh graphics and everything come on organize i mean we also have a toolkit but they no they they is all all, uh, yeah they
0: they've been working hard Spreadsheety. yeah no they it's legit they ain't use no canva ain't nothing wrong with canva but they ain't use canva Mean we, companies be using Canva. Yeah. I said it's wrong with camera, but they have but my my point is that they hire people. Like you could tell. They hire. Oh. Why they asked, but you could tell like it's you know? Well we also have a social media kit. I like it, so I made it. If y'all wanna see it's on our website.
1: But yeah. That's my news this week. <clears throat>
0: Okay, so on TikTok, there is a culture, a trend, I don't know if it's a trend, I don't know, movement maybe going around called soft life. And I, wanna, I just want to talk about that a little bit because I, I always feel so left out of these conversations because I'm just like, I don't see how. But okay, so people define a uh, soft life as, <clears throat> excuse me, one that is stress free delicate and filled with ease not engaging in anything that resembles stress or struggle um what's my thing okay here we go. um so other things other things say that it's a slower paced life full of peace ease and comfort so you have work-life balance you spend more time by yourself you treat yourself well you love yourself you're grateful for where you are at in the present moment and other things like traveling stuff like that and I want to know, in the field of classical music specifically, do you think a soft life is um attainable? Just in general and then I ask you another follow up question.
1: Um I mean I think so. I don't um I didn't forget any of the like qualities you said, but I think so. If you had like job security, that's like, I mean, also, yeah. I feel like if you had like a nice orchestra job that paid you enough, and you didn't do like much outside of it because you were fine with that. A lot of people do, like a lot of orchestra musicians are very busy, but by choice, you mm-hmm. know. Like it's not because they need to supplement their income; it's because they want also want to do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were not one of those people and you just was like, yeah, I'm gonna do my little orchestra job. Like, um, I know somebody who they bought a little, like, they bought a little plot of land in the woods and be like over there when they not at orchestra, like just in the woods. Are we thinking
0: about the same person? Yeah. I do probably, but yeah. Um, yes, I think it's attainable because... Like, okay, I think about, like, orchestra teachers, like, the ones, especially, like, the ones who their kids don't do a lot of competitions or they don't travel. Like, um, I think, honestly, I think middle school orchestra. Like, I think about when I was teaching middle school orchestra, my kids had, my kids didn't travel. um, And I rarely had to go home and do anything. All my work was done at school. And all my grading was done at school. I graded all my playing tests at school. Like, I did everything at school. So, when I went home, especially after I was done with grad school applications. Like, I went home. I just went home. Like, I was, that mm-hmm. was, that was probably like the last time I had a soft life, low key. Because, like, the work life that I went to work, I came home. Um, But I think, like, even as an orchestral musician, I don't know. Because, like, this idea, first of all, I think the idea of being stress-free is, like, impossible i feel like life is inherently stressful is it not oh yeah (laughs) but (laughs) like what you mean life in general yeah like right like life is i feel like yeah but
1: yeah but i thought we were operating from like like from the standpoint of like this does like exist i feel like yeah i mean life is life is stressful but i feel like there are really some people that be out there carefree
0: like not engaging like, in anything that resembles stress or struggle or not having to like obviously
1: things things are gonna happen in life that are beyond your control but mm. but i feel like the, when it comes to stuff like that that would be things that are like like health family stuff that like you can't really like it just comes up for people but other than that i feel like other like the stresses of my life are can't afford to do things
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know so i also think about like even like even learning music for me is stressful not so much like huh you say even even what even learning music like not so much for like mso but like even this quartet stuff i gotta do i was like Listen to my day I suppose I actually gotta learn that, oh, I actually gotta play that, oh, I got actually that da. um, okay, do you think like what you wanna achieve in classical music or in general, do you think that a soft life would be possible for like your long term goals? Katie, <laughs> what you say? <laughs> I was just like, Katie, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't want to do anything. I don't know if I've said that yet, <laughs> but. <laughs>
0: You gotta marry rich Huh? You gotta marry rich then Listen That's probably the only way
1: Because like It's just not giving I want to stop life But I don't I, don't, I want to hit the lottery That's what I want to do <laughs> That's my goal So Do you buy lottery working tickets? Working towards that Do you buy lottery tickets? I bought one accidentally one time
0: Okay so how are you exactly working towards it?
1: I'm building
0: up my luck, oh and so the next time I get one. I see that's okay. good. Wow, do I think soft life is attainable? I would like act aspects of my life to be soft life like but i I'm a busybody. I just feel like the problem the problem is like I just see my busy- busy to make me money. Like, that's what, that's where I need to get to. Um, But I don't know. I'm a busybody. And I feel it the worst when everything comes to a head. It's like the weeks where I have MSO, like, the past couple weeks. Like, it's been a mess. It's been an absolute mess. I had to do, I threw a a lecture recital together in in four days. Someone asked me, you didn't know about it ahead of time. And I'm like, that was a violent question. Of course I knew about it ahead of time. I'm the one who booked the recital. But there comes a time where some stuff just start i start having to move week by week like that's where it it, that's when it gets bad enough i have to do this thing this week and and then i could do that i'm like how i look i got an audition i'm i'm doing experts that are not on the audition i can't do that that doesn't make doesn't make sense to me so um when stuff comes to a head that sucks you know um and there's stuff that happens every week classically black katie makes it vegan um but I, I mean I think it's possible but I don't I don't really see that I like doing stuff
1: and that's why you be like you be like, I'm lazy but then I'll be like Katie
0: I am like, lazy <laughs>
1: it's an oxymoron how you a lazy busybody <laughs> when I
0: or maybe or is it that you're tired because you're such a, a busybody could it be like cause and effect I feel like I haven't shaken my childhood persona they used to call me lazy Katie <laughs> <laughs> my grandma would be like, as long as the day is Katie lay down in our bed. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Summertime. I would lay all day. I would lay down all day. Have my little have my little rotation. I'm finna watch Charmed. Then I'm finna watch Um Little House in the Prairie and Gunsmoke. Then I'm finna watch Um Then that's when the uh that's when Playhouse Disney turned to Disney Channel and I watched that. So Raven. And I'm gonna get up tomorrow and I'm gonna do it again. Every once in a while, I might, you know, take the viola out, dust it off, play my little, what was like, middle school, high school, play my little Gossip Gavotte. You know, I wasn't playing Gossip Gavotte. I was like a book three by then. You know, put my little Bach little thing, you know, play my little, you know what I'm saying, my little witches dance. Put that drum right back in there, lay it back down. I used to be, I used to, that's, they, they call me Lazy Katie. They used to call me that all the time. So I feel like I still... That's why... I, the reason why I say I'm, I can I can be lazy, like, if you let me deep hang out, like, the week I have planned, after I get back from Spueto, is gonna be me in his bed doing absolutely nothing. I cannot wait.
1: But that sounds like cause and effect. I guess. Because I'm being like... Because, I mean, just that, like, you can't be... I mean, there are people who who are like true they cannot like sit down. Um or like they'll they're good for like a week and they can't my stepdad is like that. I don't think he'll ever retire, which is insane. I don't to understand me. that. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? And like he, like I remember he had to be off of work for a while and was just like was driving him insane. He just felt like he needed to be um like up and doing stuff and I don't get that. Like, I love doing nothing. yeah, but, but I feel like you do nothing long enough. You'll be like, well, what this project talk about? And, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit. But like... And then you be doing stuff, too, like following through. I just be thinking about doing stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I be like, wow, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> That's my problem. Also, I'm very stubborn. It's, I have a lot of contradicting things happening because i'm lazy but i'm also very stubborn very if i said i'm gonna do it i'm doing it. it's happening and that's a problem sometimes sometimes Maybe it's a problem cut out the middleman and stop saying you're gonna do it uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> because i
1: knew you said once you say you're gonna do it then you're
0: not so just don't say you're gonna do it and we out so i was um before y'all be like looking at the you looking at your phone weird, looking at your speaker weird, whatever. Yeah, babe, we know it's a trauma response, okay? Don't I follow through on my word. I have to if I make a promise to myself, I must keep that promise to myself. So if I'm finna oh I'm finna do this thing, yep. Dang, now we gotta do it. And it's it's really hard for me to let go. That's why I took the L on that audition last last Monday. I was like I didn't make the tape because I was in my hotel. I could not get the tape And you know normally if you haven't played something for a long time you try to play it straight through and then play extra after like normally that wouldn't work out but you know crazy things have happened that's why i got home and i'm like let me email them and see what they can do for me it's, a, it's very hard for me not to keep promising myself hmm. but foreign we learned concept. that you said what i said foreign concept okay but also I was uh, talking to Mara about what behaviors are programmed versus uh and do those program. What what aspects of your personality are your personality and what aspects have been programmed? And when you have to decide are, are you going to let go of the things that you that were programmed that don't actually serve you anymore. So that's um a conversation I'm going to have with myself later on, but until then, I'm going to keep on being a busybody. <laughs> All right. You moving on? Sure. Okay, at the time of recording it's teacher appreciation week, so we're gonna do a little flecky wacky. Um um. <laughs> um about some um teachers in our lives and yeah, things some of the things that they taught us. You want me to go first with my question or you wanna you wanna go first? Let me go first. Okay, so I asked Delaney sorry, there's so much trife in this thing. Oh, I don't have to go that far. Okay. Um So, I wanted to know uh, who was a teacher or teachers that helped change the trajectory of your career?
1: Mm. This is a. Sorry, it's always people yelling at Y'all know this by now. But um it's really hard to say because, like I said, I don't really want to do anything. So, meanwhile, you be doing stuff.
0: Like what? You're not
1: going to San Francisco in a couple of weeks, girl. That's one thing I scrounged together. Well, mm-hmm. scrounges is a reach. It's it's really not. <laughs> it's really not. And I ain't done a, a single thing since. So okay. Yep. Um. Oh, but you know what? That just sparked like a little something wumpy. I would say, um, I have leaned on some of my or really one of my um college professors has been very helpful. Um, uh, Dr. Anar Desai Stevens. She was one was one of my music history professors. I had her twice. And um I feel like as I have pivoted to wherever I'm pivoting into the abyss is where <laughs> is where mm. I'm pivoting to. But right, so um she's been very supportive with my whole grad school thing, with my whole Literally just throwing cake at the wall, try to see what sticks. That's what um, i be doing. i be trying everything. Don't work next, next. The, I'm about to go outside and see who is screaming. Can you hear that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, maybe then, then the mic probably can't hear it. Um, it was literally somebody go <laughs> like, but not like in a. It's like in a weird way. Like not like I don't. It do not sound like they're in trouble. But anyway, um yeah i'm in a weird i'm in a weird place but if y'all can tell but um i would say especially in the past couple months there's been um a teacher that has been like yeah girl i'll write you your letter of recommendation yeah girl okay that sounds great keep me posted (laughs) so um i'm like first of all i need to keep myself posted so
0: okay i don't um a teacher for me i've talked about this lady before um it's crazy i don't she's not really like in my life anymore but like we're cordial of course but anyway life changes people people shift but christiana reader um is the one who um told me to go to eastman and that significantly changed my path for several (laughs) several reasons because um I wanted to go to Ohio State, and I wanted to teach high school orchestra. That's exactly what I wanted to do. That was the plan. Nothing more, nothing less. I already had my plan when I met her. I was like, Miss Girl, I don't know all this talking. And then she was like, Eastman. And I was like, girl, who finna get into Eastman? I remember seeing, I even like, I remember asking her that. I was like, who finna get into Eastman? I'm like, girl, you only, I'm like, you was at the spot last week with the recital. Remember that? Was okay. Thomas indie major? I don't know. Um, And yeah so that changed my trajectory even her just saying that to me and i'm really been i'm really kind of like that once you once you believe in me i'm like oh period what we doing we going to the moon like what we doing um so that changed the trajectory of my career but also someone who i still talk to um is mr taylor because when i told mr taylor george taylor at eastman when i told him i wanted to i'm like you know what? this orchestra thing like it sounds kind of cute like i want to do that and he was like okay and that was the first teacher that really was like when i said something like that they were like okay period it was never like um we should get you playing more team- Oh, we should fix it. The- oh, no, no no no. It was never that. It was uh, he was like, "Okay, bet And that that always sticks in my mind and that's why like even with with Jen right now, it's like once you tell me like once there's no apprehension in your voice, you are 10 toes down, it's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Okay. Mm-hmm. And he he told me the, uh a line I would never forget. "Tell me what you want and I'll tell you how hard you have to work." And I literally have never I would never forget that because it was the first time that I felt like my my goals and my dreams mattered to a teacher in an authentic way. Like it wasn't like, oh, we should let's you will be such a good teacher. I get that. So I got that so often. I remember I had this stupid teacher one summer (laughs) because she's not a good teacher. She used to brag because one of her one of her students are is in the is in the Pittsburgh Symphony right now and she used to brag about like all her students and stuff like that and i was like okay girl can you teach me vibrato because it's like i'm working with kate right now and we're working on vibrato i would love to continue that over the summer and she's like i don't teach vibrato how you don't teach uh, 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 how you don't teach vibrato um and i don't teach. i remember. I, 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 yeah i went back to kate and i was like yeah she said she don't teach vibrato kate was like you should have saw her face because it's dumb why would you say that right so but anyway i had to teach her for the summer and i was like yeah you know i had her for the summer and then for whatever reason i went back i don't remember why i don't know why i think it's because like we did a lot of technique and that's what i kind of needed like i needed her like she had me doing all these a2s and all this stuff whatever hand as stiff as a rock because <laughs> the nova bottle right but she had me uh, uh whatever and so the second summer i was like yeah i'm thinking about going to grad school i'm thinking about da. and she was like oh but remember you have to teach like remember you have to teach and it's like why would you why would you say that to me you know it's like and there's nothing wrong with being a teacher but it's, people would always say that like oh you know you would be such a good teacher And i'm like girl i don't really like teaching public school i ain't gonna hold you and mr taylor was like yeah okay so what we doing mendelson we'll be we doing we gotta get down one you need to memorize all these excerpts that da da. and he was just like 10 toes down so that definitely changed the trajectory and now I'm here no health insurance, just vibes but okay. <laughs> but happy ending <laughs> <laughs> but I got my little fellowship and we we and some shaking and I'm and there's progress being made so um tangible progress so we we move anyway okay I need to get me on, get
1: some of that. Cause if you believe believing me, I'm be like, you sure? You don't want to pull out.
0: Okay. Sure? I mean, sometimes I'd be like, I'd be having a, I know people be tired of me. I'm like, I'm just going to make sure I'm not wasting your time. I was like, girl, I took a lesson with this lady in the, in the CSO. I was like, girl, I am so sorry. I did not think she's <laughs> like, this is a lesson. Like re- she's like, relax. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but girl, I'm not trying to waste your time. She's like, uh-uh. So next week, and I was like, Okay. <laughs> like I be sometimes I'll be i be surprised. I'll be like, girl, you ain't hear that. Um Yeah, girl, you gotta lean in. I'd be like a puppy. You believe in me? No way. What we doing next? We going to NASA, what we doing? <laughs> Sky the limit when you believe in me. Period loving that for you okay i'm Um, loving it for you
1: i have a long way to go um okay so i had a question for katie as well um what was something that you learned recently or are still in the process of learning um that a teacher has helped you through um
0: and yeah um, the the most recent lesson I can think of I was having a very hard week. This was like back in October, I was going through it. Um, and I told Jen I'm like, Yeah, this is not it. And she's like she was like, um you can only do what you can do. And it was very simple advice, but I literally have held on to I've literally held on to that. Um because it's true. You can only do what you can do. That has been, it's, it's, such a simp- it's, sub- um, it's such a simple piece of advice, but it's been one of the most profound things I've heard in a long time. I mean, only second to when I went back to ISU last month, Dr. Block, my conducting teacher, and also who had a huge impact on my life, um, told me to stop bitching. So that was great advice. <laughs> <if> I- <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was like, I was, he was, there was some audition, he was like, you're going to stop bitching. Take the audition. You've never said can't. So you figure it out. And I was like, (laughs) thanks, Dr. Block. Sound advice. He's right. He's like, you've never said can't. Stop bitching. Quotes. Unquote. (laughs) That's not the one teacher in my life. I have like two people like that in my life that I could like you know them lessons like he's one of them like he he's the one who called me illiterate so you know we <laughs> that's not the only thing i think i could take it from because it's like he half joke and he half not it's not like it's not like he don't think you the scum of the earth but he finna he, i don't know how to describe Dr. Black. block it's like he don't it's not that it's not that toxic it's like toxic adjacent <laughs> I want you to say something
1: this <laughs> is one of those things the more you let somebody talk the more they <laughs> that's why I was
0: like I want you to say something <laughs> <laughs> because I want you to really hear your. <laughs> I love Dr. Block. He is so special to me.
1: I was like Katie's an enigma. <laughs> He's
0: you the know have these outliers
1: where I'm like these outliers of like somebody would say something to you where I'm like I can think of if any other person on the face of the earth it's said that.
0: Any Katie. other person. <laughs> I mean any other. I'm talking about even Ina Brown said that to me. We scrapping. You could never talk to me like that <laughs> but dr block okay i tightened up i was like you're right I'm, a, I'm gonna apply dr block dr block has done so much for me I okay could, i couldn't i can't even i can't even tell it all like dr block i think i've talked about him on the show before he also um conducting is what developed my musicality that's what really and I got dang, so much I opportunities try. with him. Like, I was going to think Chike symphonies. I did, I was in his studio. And now, I, the girls have to audition now. I was like, dang, y'all have it bad. Because he's like, there's too you much know. of a demand. But I was in there with the grad students, learning how to get out of retro recitative, learning how to, could, uh, the least before Lis- I sold out. Like, I did everything the grad students were doing. It was like, it's, it's a ridiculous experience. And I was in there, doing my best. So I am indebted to that man. That's why. Ain't, can't nobody else. If anybody else talked about that. You talking to me like what? Pardon? Excuse me? Okay. You know. Um, Seattle Symphony
1: looking for a, a, a music director. That's good. Catherine. First of From all. Y10 with that baton out one more time
0: girl when i had to do when i had to do string project last month, i was like do i even know how to do a four pattern still it, okay <laughs> it, it came back and i had a blast i'm like dang i miss teaching like this like not online conducting is very not fun to me i don't i'll be looking at them I'm like that don't even look fun <laughs> i can't believe that i wanted to like it just don't look fun what is fun about it you waving your arms ain't nothing coming out Okay. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I be cleaner. I don't, I, don't, I don't like you do that. It's not fun. Everybody got an attitude. Everybody think they can do your job better than you can. It's an And you got to stand. You know, I hate doing stuff. I, hate- <laughs> I hate standing. You know, I hate standing. Oh my <laughs> gosh. You know, I-, I used to work at Jewel Osco pushing carts in high school and Marshall's. Like five shifts I hate standing
1: Not Katie getting to Playing the viola because She wanted a job She could sit down all the time <laughs> You
0: see me You see it <laughs> when, we, when we gonna Stay in the orchestra With broke week That's fine And we gonna sit right back Down the next week Cause you know how Sometimes they do Bach The little harpsichord In the middle And everybody standing around <laughs> 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 You see it You see it I gotta sit down mm -mm. labor i don't do labor all right um
1: well i guess i have not been in a in a like a school-ish environment um for the past year Year? here yeah, year um so i'm like a little mm. but um outside of i mean i i have also learned a lot of things i've been like in a fellowship so we do have to like meet with people the the person who was like doing like uh, in charge of the fellowship and everything i like, got a new job kind of like in the middle so mm, like, like this yeah. yeah so there was a little bit of like um i don't know what's the opposite of continuity Um, you know, in the, in the middle of that. And also there's just been like, um, we also see like, we meet with like a different person like every month and stuff. Mm. So it hasn't been like, um, um, a very like consistent thing, but I will say like in terms of like having like a mentor, like a teacher or whatever, and I could, and I wish I had thought to like pick out some, some things, um, from that, but a very significant i guess teacher for, form of teacher that i got this year was a therapist which we're doing the thoughts and the behavior and the feelings triangle wait what the little triangle no, go back. like
0: you said you the therapist that worked at the Seattle Center? No, no,
1: no 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 no
0: oh i was like I what all, no,
1: no, no no i just like that's just something i've done cuz this year
0: oh okay um okay okay
1: the thoughts and the behaviors and the feelings like, trying to. Not, not the
0: voice change.
1: <laughs> because. The, da, 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 da. Like, that's just how I feel. Like. And how did that make you feel? Okay. <laughs> like. Because <laughs> you guys can see I'm taking it very seriously. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. But, oh. Um, I'm trying my best so because i cannot, I have a professional ability, like. <laughs>
1: like y'all coloring her journey because because the, my therapist is black so she <laughs> she was like you can tell when i'm like i have i have some problematic <laughs> thought processes that have led me to like i cannot live this way like i'm very much like you know when we, we've talked about how we feel about the journey mm-hmm. and i'm but i'm really extreme in that it's not like okay I want, like, you have your goals, but you're working towards your goals, and you're, like, living your life on the way. I'm, like, it's either goal or misery. Like, that's,
0: like... (laughs) We have talked about this, but I didn't know it was all that.
1: Obviously, that is a a terrible way to live your life. So, um, we're going through, like, having choice. You have choices. And I'm, like, but what's the point of having choices if I don't want any of them and um, whatever. But I am breaking down all the things so like the thoughts that you have how they make you feel and then the behaviors that you like that come from those and stuff like th- they're all like connected basically mm-hmm. in a little triangle they don't necessarily all go one way so it's not like they go behavior thoughts emotions behavior thoughts. like it can they can go whatever way mm-hmm. um, um usually for me it goes thoughts behavior emotion but um but i'm learning about I have a a really like I said it's usually either goals or misery, so I have a a really hard time doing like like being consistent and sticking things sticking with things mm-hmm. if I'm not immediately successful, I'm like, so this is pointless <laughs> um. <laughs> oh right, so I think you know what I think it is, not like solely what it is, but I feel like we've like you know like. I feel like hack culture has been a really big thing of, like, finding a a hack for something or how to do something that, like, like is a shortcut Mm -hmm. or, like, whatever. So, like, I remember, I think I said on the show a couple weeks ago that I saw a very rude tweet that said the best productivity app is deep thinking that like we trying to find like all these different systems and all this different oh this is gonna work if I do this organization just do it mm-hmm. like yeah <laughs> like and I and I'm so so guilty of that I'm like I spend so much time trying to figure out how can I do it the quickest way and sometimes the quickest way is to just straightforwardly do something oh yeah. uh, and so I feel like that's one of the lessons I'm trying to I am resisting it but the problem is I actually I just like I do I do feel that way. Like mm-hmm. I really do feel like if I'm not immediately successful, it's pointless and <laughs> why try? So um but I I understand that that is not like I I literally I could live for another 60, 60 70 years. Like I cannot I can't live the rest of my life that way. So yeah. uh I that's one of the lessons that I'm in the process of learning of like slowing down the thoughts like I, I wish I could think of it an, an example but um like like just I feel like if I get trapped in a lot of like inaction mm-hmm. from like doing stuff and thinking like this is pointless or whatever but then like doing that um uh, makes it worse but um there's obviously a whole other situation I have gotten I have improved a lot Because what I did notice was what, no matter what I think about, um, no matter what I think about, um, like being in process or being on the journey or whatever, what I, what I know for sure, like I may think like, oh, this is never going to work. Like for example, grad school, I didn't think there was a, I didn't think there was a chance in hell I was going to get into grad school to be honest, but I gave it the old college try, no pun intended. And I, and I got in and so... What I've been trying to practice doing is doing things, even if I do not believe in them, because I feel like also the whole like mm-hmm. manifest mm-hmm. thing, like people try to make it seem like if you just believe in yourself and whatever, but I feel like you can't wait to believe in yourself. You just got to do stuff. Yeah. Even if you don't believe it's going to it's going to happen. yeah. Because that's happened to me tw- two times in a row now, applying for things I thought I was not going to get whatever and then I ended up actually just happened to me more than two times because I didn't think I was gonna get an Eastman either so um I'm just um I feel like there's a balance between that and just like not not talking yourself out of stuff I'm a I am i am a I'm very guilty of talking myself out of stuff so um basically going off of what Going off of what I do know Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if it's going to work out But what I do know is what I'm doing isn't working So Mm. We'll see I'm still In my patterns So But I'm learning Okay My thoughts and
0: my feelings and behaviors Okay Woo woo Well Shout out to the teachers Teaching children, Godspeed. Okay. Um, tell the teacher you appreciate them this week, and let's move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time for Bike Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Damien Getter. hope I'm saying that right. Damien is a bass baritone actor composer um, whose credits include performances from operatic stage to television screen. He made his Met Opera debut in the award winning production of Porgy and Bess, but most recently he performed um, in Seattle Opera's film production of Jonathan Dove's Flight in April 2021. He's also an acclaimed composer who infuses classical music with various styles from the black diaspora to create music that further the cause for social justice um damien's growing body of work includes chamber vocal orchestra orchestra okay orchestral and full operatic works some of his recent highlights includes commissions a cantata for a hopeful tomorrow for the washington chorus um invisible for opera for the opera theater of oregon the justice Symphony for the University of Michigan, Baroque for Portland Baroque Orchestra, and String Quartet Number 1, Nielso for All Classical um, Portland. His large work, An African American Requiem, will premiere in spring 2022 in partnership with the Renaissance Ensemble and the Oregon Symphony, uh, with subsequent performances at uh, the Kennedy center um also i like this one uh, i said what i said um for imani wins was co-commissioned by amina monday productions chamber music northwest and the oregon bach festival which will also premiere um in 2022 um and future commissions include the world premiere oh sorry damien also looks forward to the premiere of a second opera holy ground at glimmer festival and then future commissions will Include the world premiere productions in 2022, 2024, and 2025 So he booked Or whatever, also I mentioned TV He made his TV debut role of John Sachs on NBC's NBC's Grimm um, He's also seen on Netflix Trinkets which aired in Spring of 2019 And he was also in the on In, in the Heights He working and Jesus Christ Superstar So period, Pretty- the, the bio Is extensive so shout out to Damien on phone now. Period. I know you be out here working. I know that's right. Gang okay. gang. Um, my piece
1: this week is coming from the Succession season three soundtrack. It just came out a couple like by the time this came out like a by the time this comes out like a week or so ago um and if y'all don't watch succession most vast majority of the music is in, is originally scored for the show um by nicholas Patel um and i usually i'm not one of those people i feel like i've heard a lot of musicians who's like when i'm l- l- looking at like a movie or something I, i'm always listening to the background music and it's distracting i'm not that girl yeah, girl i don't be paying attention to that like i know more than that no more than the average person mm-hmm. i don't think like it's but um i mean i feel like a lot of hbo shows are known for having good music but um succession is one that has a lot of uh, that has mostly almost entirely original music mm-hmm. um pretty much entirely the only time there's ever any sort of other music is like if they're like like say they're like in a place that's playing music mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like the setting but um this is when this is one of the few times where i've really noticed like the scene that this piece was on was just like such a good like pairing to me mm-hmm. of like music to to on screen if y'all watch succession y'all know it's the second to last episode of the third season when Kendall's in the pool it's just very intense so um it's called impromptu number one for strings and I will link it in the description
0: periana well thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you have a piece of the week suggestion a black excellence suggestion or an intermission suggestion send it to classically black podcast at gmail.com if you're black on isbm We got some stuff coming up. IS Black Musicians on social media, com, And we will catch y'all next week under an hour.
1: I was just about to say, I was about to say, but the, the theme song I'm probably gonna push us. <laughs> but <laughs> bye, y'all. Bye.